Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on the Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on Football Sunday on the Fan. If you're joining us just now because you listen regularly, sorry you missed the first hour of the show. We're on eight to ten today. Hi though, welcome. You got one more hour with us. We still got the fantasy scramble at nine thirty. So if you have questions, don't worry. It's coming up. Uh, also, Hater Love It is coming up next segment. But uh, I wanted to do this. We've been talking about this a little bit recently, and uh, Jesse, I'm going to borrow this real quick. Uh, we've been talking about this recently, and I really wanted to try this as a potential like benchmark segment and it is a trivia segment. So I put that music there, Jesse, it's super loud. So be careful. Just make sure you keep it low. Uh, it's just NFL films music to put in the background. Um, there you go. Thank you. This is for both you guys, Jesse and Rashad. I'm just going to look what I want to do this for is not to make it like a difficult trivia question thing for you. I just want to enjoy stats for what they are oh, and not have them be fantasy-based. As much as I love fantasy football, I also like just looking at the pure stats of sports. I agree. And we lose that in fantasy a little bit. We're looking at points. We're looking at touchdowns, all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to start with this question. There are three running backs who are in the top 32 of yards receiving this year. Mm. They are the top three running backs in receiving this year. And they're actually all back to back to back with each other in the rankings in terms of receiving yards. Who are those three running backs? Oh, um, Christian McCaffrey. That is first place. Um, 663 receiving yards. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Nope. Dang it. Um, Think about guys who are used almost exclusively as uh, pass James catcher. White. That's number two. Um, you got the third one, Jesse? You want to jump in? Because if, if he gets all three right, uh, then... What, Tariq Cohen, maybe? There it is. Good job, Jesse. Good job, guys. Yeah. Back to back to back in the rankings, too. 29, 30th, and 30th, because uh, Cohen and White both have uh, 659 yards receiving. Jeez, man. You think about how much that is from the running back position. Like, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, to have 1,000 yards receiving as a receiver... Is a great season. Like you did really well. You get there's incentives coming from that contract probably. So 600 to 700 yards receiving, man, that's a hell of a year. Do I just blurt out my answer? Is that is that how this is working? Well, yeah. I mean, if you okay. whoever gets it right gets it right. All right. Uh, well, I mean, if, okay. Yeah. All right. I think he just wants to see if we know. Yeah. This. So I, I want to. I just want to give you. Yeah. I just want to give some love to some players. You know. That's okay. cool. All right. Now this player, I'm gonna go receiving again just because that page is open right now. This player has had a universally regarded disappointing year. Yet, he is number three in the NFL in receiving yards. Who is it? 
Antonio Brown? Nope. Antonio Brown is 11th. Disappointing oh. year, but he's number what in receiving yards? Three. Hmm. I'm going to go Julio Jones. Nope. He's not a disappointing year. Oh, yeah, I would say. I mean, he's receiver. Disappointing year. Mm. He's third in receiving. Julio and he, leads and he's, the and, and, he, and he is a, and he's a, a Odell receiver. Beckham Jr. Nope. And he's a receiver. He Odell's a, Odell's 10th. He is a receiver. I know that. Odell is 10th, yes. Um, wow. Third in receiving yards. With 1,121 yards. And like Julio Jones, only five touchdowns. <laughs> can you throw can you throw us a lifeline? Tell us the, the conference they, in which they play in. AFC. I mean NFC. Oh. <laughs> uh is it bad that this it's team NFC? Hold on. Is it bad that this team always confuses me which conference they're in? Uh, yeah, it's it's NFC. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Amari Cooper. I don't know. I'm, I'm oh, giving no. up. No, no, I'm no, giving no. up. I I, I mean, you could say a guy like Mike Evans because he's blown up. Mike Evans. There we go. <sighs> Mike Evans has had a universally disappointing year, but he has 1,121 receiving yards, Jeez which is Louise. good for third in the NFL. He's been really hot, really Jeez cold. Louise. Has His thing is he's not finding the end zone very often. I and mean, that, when he and, does, and, it's, and, it's a huge play. And huh? that's what we do. We tend to lean towards the guys that get in the ends because Julio, for you know all of, you know, for as good as he's been, how many touchdowns does Julio have? Like three. You know, so I mean, but we're not gonna say he had a great season because he didn't have the 13 that Odell will have had. So touchdown leaders. Mm. In the top ten in touchdowns, there are one, two, three, four, five. One, two, six. three, four, five. Thank you, Suke. There are six running backs in the top ten. There are three wide receivers. And there's one tight end. Which tight end? is in the top 10 of touchdowns this year in the NFL. Travis Kelsey. Nope. Oh, not. Okay. Uh, not Zach Ertz. Not Zach not Ertz. Zach Ertz. Kelsey's uh, 13th. Uh, and he has three less touchdowns than this guy. Uh, uh, Eric Ebron, duh. Eric Ebron. Jeez. Eric Ebron. He's been a Colts. touchdown machine Eric this year. Eric Ebron for, yeah. for Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, been really a security blanket for luck for i had to go back to fantasy there just think wait 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 <laughs> well that's because it's touchdown based question yeah, exactly the touchdowns are the fantasy thing all right this quarterback has had a universally regarded disappointing season all right yet he is third in the nfl in passing yards <laughs> who is it <sighs> passing yards well uh, I, I mean that could mean like rating or whatever so passing throws yards. ball as uh, Matt Staff Ryan? Staff <laughs> Ryan? Matt Staff Ryan? Staff Ryan? I mean... Which just... one are you choosing there, Rashad? <sighs> throw it out there. Matt Ryan. I'm yeah. going to throw it out there. It is, is that... Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good guess. <laughs> oh, don't I mean... get excited about that. Hey, yeah. man. Hey. Matt Stafford. I was, about, I was, I was really going to say Matt Stafford. Yeah, to be we, honest. we know. I was going to say that Matt Stafford. Been, that would have been 13. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Matt Stafford. But He's Matt, been bad, especially the last couple weeks. But I think about the fact that Julio is is killing the way he is, then he's probably getting the ball from, from somebody. So <laughs> Matthew Stafford is not the answer. That's interesting. Did you know that only two running backs over 1,000 yards so far this year? Yeah. I did not know that. Ooh. Phil Lindsay there at fourth. Yeah. Uh, right ahead of James Conner. He's right. He's he's on the precipice. He's going to get a thousand yards. So I assume today. it's uh, 
But I hope he gets a lot more than that. Yeah, but. yeah. But Gurley ends up with 1,100 yards today. Gurley's got 1,175. Zeke's in there at second, Zeke. number two. There is Zeke. Boom. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Looking, look at who knows their running back stats. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yes, he does. I don't know anything about him. Okay. How about a defensive uh, situation Uh-oh. here? Shoot. Here we go. Uh-oh. Let's, uh, let's throw Jesse out, out into the deep end at the moment. Let's see it. Um, Aaron Donald leads the NFL in sacks with 16 and a half. Right. Mm. That is four more than second place, which I'll give you, Von Miller. Okay. Fairly easy, right? This player is often forgotten, yet is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL and is very close to my heart, and he is third with 12 sacks. Now, why would he be close to my heart? Did he go to Syracuse? He did go to Syracuse. Shoot. Now I got to look up. Can I look up Syracuse to get answer real quick? Uh, if you want to cheat. Might might be willing to cheat. J.J. <sighs> Watt didn't go to Syracuse, did he? No. Nope. He um, is tied for fourth with 11 and a half sacks. Um, you should get this, Rashad. Uh, Jones. 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 Uh, uh, Chandler, Chandler Jones. There it is that is. right? Chandler Jones. Yay. Brother of Arthur Jones there and John Bones Jones. There we go. Former Patriot, which former is why I said Pat. you should get that. Mm. Former Pat. Uh, Syracuse's own Chandler Jones. 12 sacks for the Cardinals this year. And oh. I actually saw this last week. There was a little highlight package that got posted on Twitter. Dude, he's been amazing. The Cardinals suck. Chandler oh. Jones is just beasting. It's weird. It, for as bad as the Cardinals are, they're like, they're, they're Chandler Jones is doing what he's doing. Larry Fitzgerald's becoming like the second or third all time. What is it? Like, and and uh, receptions or yards or something like that, like you know, looks like Rosen's starting to kind of finally kind of figure it out a little bit. Like Arizona could be good. Arizona could be damn good. So we'll see. All right. <laughs> Not now, but I mean. All right, we got another one here. Let's go the other big defensive stat: interceptions. Uh, shoot. Okay. I'm, relax. <laughs> I'm not going to make it that hard on you. Richard Sherman. Uh, Xavier Howard on the Dolphins leads the NFL in receptions, interceptions with seven. But in the top ten. Who the hell is Xavier Howard? I don't know. Uh, the best interception guy in the NFL this year. In the top ten, there are two teams that are represented twice. So two players from two different teams. So four total players are on this list. Cleveland what, Browns. What two teams are they? No. Oh, okay. Um, the Ravens? No. Okay. Chicago Bears. There's one. All right. Kyle Fuller Kyle, has six. I'm going to see Kyle Fuller. He's and, number two on that list. And uh, Eddie Jackson uh, has four from you the beat safety me to position. It? I, I was going to say Kyle Fuller. Definitely in there. Uh, one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the NFL. I mean, you got it right. You said the Bears. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say Kyle Fuller, one of the most under. You, you beat me to, to that guy. is. Uh, he's he, very good. He's very good. I'll tell you what. Green Bay lost out. They 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 tried to get him in the offseason, didn't make it. Is the other team in the AFC or NFC? NFC. Same division as the other time I gave you this hint. Oh, oh. It's it's the Panthers. Is it that is, right? It is Carolina. Only reason I know that is because they were talking about him on NFL uh live and it was like, oh, the Panthers defense in these corners. And I was like, oh, okay, that's Dante high. Jackson has four and Mike Adams. Old man Mike Adams. As three. Yeah, that's got to be from uh, the first half of the season. They suck now. <laughs> Thank you, ESPN. Okay. So the Ravens, we talked about, have the best scoring defense in the NFL. Right. 17.8 points per game. 
However, there are three other teams who give up less than 20 points a game on average. Who are they? Oh, three other teams give up less than 20 on average. Uh, I want to say Houston, just because they've been playing so well. That is one of the teams. Yeah. Right. 19.6 points per game. All right, so got one of them. Uh, it's definitely not the Rams because their defense is sucks. Jacksonville. I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean the the strength has been their defense this year. Is, is they it... are seventh. They have twenty one points right. per game. All right, so they were close, but not quite. Hmm. Um, the teams just off this are the Bears at twenty point one, the Chargers at twenty point eight, and Jacksonville at twenty one. Jeez, it's just uh. It's... Think it's going to be it. somebody trashed. Well, dude. think about it. I'll give you a hint. They're not. Well, one of them is kind of trash. The other one is not. Um, both of them have played on Thursday Night Football recently, and both of them have played well, in the Chargers. I already mentioned them. Oh, They're wait. just out of it. Okay. And both of them played insanely good defensive games on Thursday Night Football. Did well, I say Monday Night Football? Oh, I mean, there's I Dallas. Duh. Dallas. It is, who shut out the Saints, basically. Yeah. They're second, 18.6 points per Played game. really good on Thursday night. Oh, let's see here. You can't say that about Pittsburgh. Tennessee? They... I don't know. Tennessee. Is that right? Yeah, I, there we go. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think of the good Thursday night games. Like, man, who played good? This week, Tennessee shut out, essentially shut out the Jags. They gave it like nine points. Tennessee's defense is really good. Their run defense, Leonard Fournette ran into a brick wall over and over and over. And they've got good corners, too. I just, I don't know. I don't. I'll be real. You remember when they used to put Tennessee games on TV all the time because they had Mariota? Yep. You know, so I don't get a chance to really – I don't check out a lot of Tennessee games anymore. That's what Red Zone does. It takes away the fact that, man, I can't sit down and watch exactly how good or how bad a defense or an offense is. All right. And then one more. One more for you. Just because I saw this and I thought it was interesting. Who is the worst defense in the NFL in points per game? Oh. The, the Chiefs? Nope. Chiefs are 27. Oh, I was close. Worst Tampa defense. Bay. Tampa Bay is 30th. Oh, so close. It's not the Browns. Um, it's not the that's Saints, always the go-to is, is just the Browns. Like Browns are 24th. Saints are 13th. Wow. Saints have improved is quite it a the bit. the Jets? The of the season. Nope. The Jets know, are 27th. I, I know the Rams are giving up a lot of points. Nope. No. Uh, Rams are 19th. Raiders? They are 31st. Ugh. Arizona. Nope. Oh, we're just going to guess all the crap. We're just going to go every single San Francisco. Single wait, have we done that one? Think about it. Seriously, slow down. Okay. <laughs> this is a team that has lost a lot of players to injury. Not Atlanta. And in the last, like, six weeks has just become a sieve in giving up points. Basically, if you Falcons. look, if you look, no, I said not Atlanta. Oh. If you look at this team, the last couple of weeks, it's basically just like a free for all on defense. Bengals. Oh, Bank Cincinnati. The Bengals. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Oh. The Bengals are giving up an average of thirty point nine points per game. Damn. Think about that. The difference between that and the Ravens: seventeen point eight and thirty point nine per game. Wow. Weren't they saying that? Like, wasn't Souk saying that they were good at some point, or was? He thinks the Dolphins are good. Oh, wait. No, how can anybody ever think the Dolphins are good? And then he changed that to say that the Dolphins would be in the playoff hunt, the playoff mix, which they get. I guess they kind of are, but they also suck. They suck. Uh, the 
The Bengals actually played decently on defense early in the year, and it just has all crumbled. They've given up 24 points, 35 points, 24 points, 51 points, 34 points, 45 points in the last couple of weeks. That's terrible. <laughs> 51 to 14, they lost to the Saints. There's your NFL trivia. I don't know if that's that's doable every week because it's, you know, it's kind of limited, but it's kind of a fun way to see what's going on in the NFL outside of the fantasy lens a little bit, right? I like it. That was, yeah. that was good. You guys didn't do that bad. badly. Yeah. Not bad. I try not to. I mean. Yeah, you did fine. You know, it's crazy because I, I feel like I don't watch as much football as I probably should, and I guess I'm okay. I guess I know a little more than I You do do a I football thought. show every week, so I That's so. good. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, it's time for Hate It or Love It and then Fantasy Scramble at 930. So get those questions, and I see them coming in now. The better you today, text line at 55305. Get them in, and we'll answer them at 930. But next, Jesse pits us against each other for Hot Takesville. Uh, this is Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, that music means it is time for Hate It or Love It. It's been a couple of weeks since we did a competition of this, but uh, am I still in a winning streak? Or did Rashad win? I don't know. No, he didn't. I yet. don't. I don't know no, what's he going didn't. on no. anymore. He didn't win yet. I mean, technically, I guess that all changed won today, last though. week, right? Because Rashad didn't show up. He's too scared. Yeah, that's true. I got. Yeah. That's what it was. I woke up. And like, I said, man, I'm not going in there to lose boots. again. <laughs> I'm sick. Shaking in, your, it, shaking in your PJs. That's how that went. Is that is that how he sounded on the phone? Wait, no, he texted you. Never mind. <laughs> texted you because he couldn't Can't fake it. it. Let, the me, cough. let me say this. The text message being an acceptable way of calling out of work, it has to have changed the fake sick game. Right? Oh, my gosh. And, and, People and, are just like, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, I don't think I could have called boss man, you know, and like with the, hey, um, you know, that doesn't that I don't think that really flies like and that's what people really get away with now it's like just send the send the text and everything it's like oh I can't make it today to work like nah man you gotta gotta put it on your your time card or you gotta request the time off some jobs will tell you man to hell with your your sickness man this Amazon package isn't gonna deliver itself that's so. true but in this job when you're touching things other people use mm-hmm. can't be sick no, I don't want to knock the whole station out. Mm. I guess not. All right, no, Jesse. We do anyway. <laughs> Make terrible radio. What do we got? All right. Well, let's hear. I got a few different things. Um, let's see here. We got. Uh, let's see here. We got some bold predictions. Okay. All right. So uh, I actually stole this one from the show that's on before ours. I don't remember what it's called. Something. Oh, you mean the show that stole our closed stole, music? Yes, and... stole all of our sounds, so I stole one of their bold <laughs> predictions. They use, like, Mario sounds now. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, because I, I thought, like... Now they do a fantasy At segment. first, they were thought... Yeah. They thought right before, oh, yeah. Like, it used to be a fantasy show. Now it's just a show that stole all of our sounds and our, our, our format, so... Thank you, ESPN, for all of the um, compliments. Yeah, we it appreciate is, it's it. flattery. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so, anyways, with that said, bold prediction... Um, the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers just got off a huge diff, um, win over the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of momentum there, and they're uh, thinking quite a bit of themselves. They get a nice matchup this week against Cincinnati, and then they have a big game next week against who uh, 
Rashad thinks is the best team in the AFC in the New England Patriots. Love or hate, the Chargers will be caught looking ahead to Thursday night after a big win over Pittsburgh and lose to Cincinnati today. They play the Chiefs, not, not New England. Oh, the Chiefs. Oh. Oh, well, this throws the whole thing in under the bus. I mean, it's the, it's the same no. thing. I mean, I mean it's, it's still. Well, I guess, yeah, it's the, it's the same thing, I guess. So, yes. love or hate what now? That they're going to fall gonna off? They're going to be looking ahead to a big matchup uh, next week. They're thinking about how awesome they were from their win over Pittsburgh and that they maybe stubbed their toe in a trap game against Cincinnati. Uh, I, I I hate it. Um, <laughs> I, I think this Chargers team is as good as any team in the NFL right now. Um, I think the fact that they have three losses is the only thing that keeps them from being considered the best team in the AFC. Um, you you look at Phillip Rivers and you look at the job he's been able to do uh, this year throwing the football with, you know, 3,400 yards, uh, 28 touchdowns, you know, very few interceptions. Phillip Rivers is doing exactly what we thought he would do, what, what he's been doing most of his career, man. And you got to love Phillip Rivers. Melvin Gordon is having a heck of a, of a season already, uh, almost 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns on the ground. Man, Keenan Allen looks like the Keenan Allen that we're used to seeing and hasn't been that guy for a really, really long time. Uh, Overall, man, you look at this Chargers team, and it's exactly what we've been saying it's going to be for the past few years. They just kept stubbing their own toe, and they couldn't get out out of their own way a lot of times, man. You look at a team that's been uprooted from San Diego and goes to L.A., and nobody actually really wants them there. Then how do they respond? They come out and have a 9-3 and season with with, uh, only the losses coming against, man, a great Chiefs team and a great Rams team, both of which people consider to be. That's my first point. No, the sound sound wasn't working. Yeah, no, I I, I, I got multiple points. Here, don't worry. So I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this team, saying I think they they're focused. This is as good as they've been in years. This is the best Chiefs team that we, or excuse me, the best Chargers team that we may have seen since that AFC Championship team that that almost beat the Patriots and, and should have played in the Super Bowl. So uh, I don't think they stub their toe at the Chiefs. If they lose, it'll be because the Chiefs are like we keep saying as explosive as anyone else. But I don't see them going in there and laying an egg if anything. Uh, I hate it because the Bengals are so bad that there's no way that they can lose to, to Cincinnati right now. It's not just the defense, which we just referenced, being the worst in the NFL, giving up 30.9 points a game. It's also the fact that Jeff Driscoll is their quarterback. It's the fact that A.J. Green suffered broken, like, messed up tendons in his toes somehow. He's out. So all, all there is right now is Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, and don't forget, C.J. Ozoma is a starting tight end because Tyler Eifert's hurt again. So the Chargers are not losing this game to the Bengals this week just because they play the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. What's also interesting is I really don't think the Chargers are going to charger it this year. It feels different. Feels different. And I don't, it, it feels weird for me to say that because they always charger it, even when it's felt different in the past. But like Melvin Gordon's been hurt a couple times this year and it hasn't mattered. Austin Eckler has stepped right in and played well. If you look at their receiver core, they don't really have a lot of guys who are playing that well. Yet, Phillip Rivers is continuing to have an amazing career year. The only great receiver they have is Keenan Allen. Everybody else is like, oh, I'll catch a ball here and there. I'll do this or I'll do that. And, and it's still been that good for Phillip Rivers. So, no, it's not a trap game. They'll they'll win over the, the Bengals. I think, I think the Chargers are fool's gold. I think uh, they're not going to charger it. They will make the playoffs. However, and then they'll charger it. They'll charge right to the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> or they just lose. <laughs> they're just going to delay yeah. their charging it. Um, all right, moving on. Um, let's go. Do you guys want to look into the future? 2019 season. 
Sure. All right. We're going to look into the future of the 2019 season when we know that these two guys are no longer going to be teammates in James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. Mm. Love or hate, James Conner has a better season than Le'Veon Bell next year. Oh, hate. I know. This is hard because you don't know what team he's on, but this is just kind of saying basically Le'Veon Bell, no matter what situation, is better than James Conner. That's basically what Uh, this is coming down to. The one thing uh, Le'Veon Bell has showed me is that money is important, but it's not that important. Because if it were that important, he would have signed the, uh, the franchise tender and he would have still been there for the big amount of money that he, he was actually getting. So it shows me he's going to go to a team that actually really wants him, a team that actually really respects him and what he's been able to do. So I could see him on a, on a big contender. Now, mind you, right now, I don't know who's a free agent. I don't know uh, exactly who's going to be on the move next year and really what teams need. But if you look around, there are a lot of teams that could use somebody like Le'Veon Bell. And you look at what he's able to do, man, that's a skill that transfers everywhere. James Conner doesn't make it. There's no hesitation. He's a first step type guy. So he's going to take that first step and go right up the gut and try to get those yards. Le'Veon Bell is a much patient, a much more patient running back. And he's looking for the right lane to be able to do the things that he's able to do. So you put him on a team with a great offensive line, then I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be, or even a, a marginal offensive line. He's talented enough to make things happen. He can still catch balls out of the backfield, which James Conner hasn't done a whole, whole bunch of, but he can do it. So I'm looking at Le'Veon saying that he's somebody, he's at the top of a lot of people's board. And if he goes to a good team, if he ends up with the Chargers because they need a, a, a new explosive running back, or excuse me, with the um, with the Chiefs because they knew a, a need a new explosive running back, or he ends up with one of these teams that's a contender right there, then I think he's going to have a hell of a season. Uh, you said the hater love is Connor will have a better season. Connor right? will have the better season. Uh, I hate that as well. Let's not forget just how good Le'Veon Bell is. I know it's easy to forget because all the talk has been about him being selfish or maybe you support what he did but all the talk has about been about him and the money and not playing remember Le'Veon Bell's style of running the odd little hesitation thing where he kind of stands there but he always finds the perfect hole remember that he just took a season off of getting his body beat to hell fully healthy he's going to be fully rested and fully healthy now he might be like a half a step slower because he's two years older than he was last time he played but his game is never predicated on speed his game is predicated on patience on vision and on catching the football and i think no matter what team he goes to you are going to find Le'Veon bell having a very successful season now that's not to say james connor's going to have a bad season he's already proven that he could fill bell's shoes well enough that the steelers can still be a good team but let's not also forget that James Conner has had like four weeks this year where he's run for like 35 or 40 yards. He's had some amazing weeks as well, but he's had some really bad weeks. Le'Veon Bell didn't often have bad weeks when he was the running back for the Steelers. He is one of the top running backs in the game. It's easy to forget because there's some other guys right now like Gurley and Gordon and Kareem Hunt when he comes back to and Alvin Kamara who were really, really good. But Bell is also in that category. And I don't, I think he will have a great year no matter where he goes. And he has a choice of where he gets to go. He can go pick a good team like Rashad said and pick the Chiefs or something like that if he really wants to. He doesn't have to go play for the Bills or the Jets. He can go somewhere else. And if it's not all about the money for him, maybe that'll be a good thing for him. So I'll say he'll have a better season. Lynch with the one-point lead heading into the final Come round. on, man. Wasn't that, that wasn't that insightful. Come on, man. One point. All right. Come on, man. Come on. Kill around here. Love or hate? Just simple. Simple. We're going to talk about tonight. Bears will upset the Rams. Oh, geez. Uh, hey, hey, hate it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Uh, where's the game? Really opinionated there, Rashawn. Where's the game? Is it in, in Chicago? 
Let me let me see if I can drag up this information I got it, I got for it. you. It quick. is uh, it's in Chicago. Okay. Um. Hey, yeah. I mean, the Rams are just a, a, a steamrolling the, the rest of the league right now. Um, you look at a guy in Aaron Donald. I don't think there's a more uh, intimidating um, defensive lineman. And oh, by the way, crazy and Dominican Sue is right next to him right there. They're just pretty much doing whatever. They don't call plays for those guys. They just kind of let them do what you want to do at that point. You got Jared Goff, who is just having an, uh, really a, a great season. Nobody's talking about it now. He's not going to win the MVP or even be in the conversation. But the way Jared Goff has led this offense and the way he's been able to work through uh, injuries of guys like Cooper Cup and some other ones have been really, really uh, impressive. Man, the Bears are easily the best team in the NFC, in, in their division right now. They're uh, kind of uh, much of a surprise. Like, nobody expected the Bears and Trubisky and, and Mac to be doing what they're doing. I just don't know if they have enough. The run game has kind of stalled a little bit for Chicago. They're not what they what they were at the beginning of the season. Uh, I got guys – I got Jordan Howard on my fantasy team, and he's been – relatively trash for most of the season so uh but but the bears have been able to kind of figure it out for most of the year this is going to be their toughest test yet uh, it just happens to come against a team that i think is probably going to win the super bowl in the rams so i don't think the bears are going to pull off the upset but if they did win today i don't know if anybody in chicago would consider that an upset i think chicago feels like they should be one of those teams that's supposed to be uh, able to, to compete uh, some competitive teams so i don't think they're going to think it's an upset i think it's going to they're going to think it's business as usual but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. Uh, I'm going to hate it as well because of just how poorly the Rams offense played last week. I think there's going to be some changes that make them into the juggernaut that we expect them to be once again this week. Uh, Jared Goff had a really, really poor week last week. He missed a lot of throws. He had a lot of wide open receivers and he missed. And you can bet your bottom dollar that Sean McVay went to him and went, this is not happening again. We're going to make sure the offense is set up to play in a way that's going to help you succeed against a really good Bears defense this week. The other reason I don't think it's going to happen is that Mitchell Trubisky's back, which is good for the Bears. Chase Daniel played really poorly last week, but as good as Trubisky's been this year, he's still so reliant on throwing to the running back. And the Rams are so good up front that it's going to be really hard for Tyra Cohen to keep going uh, throughout the game. Now, he can still score a touchdown. He can still get a lot of catches. But I think their defense is going to be able to stop the Bears offense, which is so reliant on that kind of throw. Also, Trubisky coming back for his first time in a couple of weeks. I know the Rams defense mm -hmm. isn't great, but Tlaib is back this week. That's going to be big for the Rams. And uh, I think Trubisky might struggle a little bit in the game today. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Rams win this one. Well, that last point ended in a tie. Ooh. <laughs> which we're up against the conundrum because we're Yeah, we four, got a break. Yeah. That, this is going to be our first ever tie, isn't it? No, no, no. If we have time at the end of the show, let's do one rapid fire question to see who wins. All right. But we have to break for the fantasy scramble. So if you have your fantasy questions, come up or text them in now to the Better You Today text line at 55305. We'll get to them next, as many as we can. And then maybe we'll do the untie or the tiebreaker question. The untie breaker, I was going to say. The tiebreaker question in the last segment. But first, Jesse has Sports Center. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. All right. 
Let's get through this. We are coming in a little bit late, so let's try to go a little rapid fire today. What's the problem with uh, having the 8 to 10 show? It's it's not as easy to do the 9.30 segment when you already, like, you're in, you got the ball rolling and segments are already late and da-da-da-da. It's, it's our fault for not breaking on time. I know. I'm just I'm making an excuse for it. Let's just go. First question, Jarvis Landry or Allen Robinson? Doesn't say PPR or not. But uh, this one, I'm going to go with Jarvis Landry. He uh, finally got a good game again last week. And uh, Baker Mayfield, it, or uh, sorry, the Browns are going against the Panthers, who are actually pretty bad against the pass this year, fantasy-wise. So I'm going to go him. Allen Robinson with Mitchell Trubisky has not gotten a lot of targets, and uh, I'm just going to skip him this week. Um, Yeah, Allen Robinson hasn't been awesome this season. Jarvis Landry hasn't been awesome this season. He finally had a good game, like you said. I have to roll him out. He's actually my number two receiver so we're gonna suffer we're gonna do it together bud just throw out throw out jarvis landry uh i think jarvis landry is the guy with the best opportunity i think you're gonna see alan robinson's probably gonna be um have a keep to leave on him most of the day and robinson and landry have been the same guys with a lot of expectation coming into the season both have kind of fell short of such expectations but i think the guy who has the best opportunity to reach those expectations for today would definitely be landry Half point PPR lost Odell Beckham Jr. Should I start Calvin Ridley or Dante Pettis? Already have Julio Jones. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dante Pettis on this one. I'm actually starting him by necessity this week, but I'm I'm maybe it's because I'm talking myself into liking that I'm starting him out of necessity. But he has been in fuego the last two weeks, and Pierre Garcon is once again hurt. Uh, so he will see Pettis will see plenty of looks this week in the offense. If he gets anywhere close to what he did last week, I think he's a must start. So I'm going to go Pettis over Ridley, who has very quickly fallen out of favor for me after his good early start to the season. Uh, Pettis did has really had a, a his last couple of games have been pretty, pretty okay. He played pretty well against Tampa. He played great against the Seahawks. Um, I probably roll out Pettis. For today, it looks like he's on his trajectory is going up. I think Pettis is the play today. Same question as last week. Half point PPR. Eckler, Ware, Cohen, Josh Reynolds, Devin Funches, Cameron Bait, Cameron Brait. Pick two. Easy for me. Eckler and Cohen this week. Uh, Cohen is a beast PPR wise. You have to start him. And against the Bengals defense, I think you have to start Eckler, even though he didn't have the best week last week. So those are my two. Um. Yeah, Eckler and Cohen. I was going to say Funches, but then I went back to reality. And Eckler and Cohen. Um, oh, let's see. What, what, uh, it was Ware, Eckler, Cohen, Josh Funches. Reynolds, Devin Funches, Cameron Brate. Half uh, point PPR. Half point PPR. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think this is a tough one because I, I think, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'll, I'll just do the sweep. Why not? I, I would say. Probably where, but where did not look good last week. So, full point PPR. Jeff Wilson Jr. My name is Jeff, <laughs> and uh, or Spencer Ware. So Jeff Wilson's the guy who broke out a little bit last week and took over for Matt Breida, who is out this week. They're playing a stout Denver defense, though. Spencer Ware got 11 points last week. They're playing Baltimore, another stout defense. Um, I'm probably going to go with Ware in the full point PPR, just because I don't. I mean, Wilson is going to get some looks this, today, obviously, but I just don't know if I trust him. I'm going to go where? Uh, I think it's a wash either way. I think they're, if you look at any of the rankings, they're probably right around each other. Um, so I guess I would go Spencer Ware just because at least their offense is uh, potent. 
right now. Um, we don't know exactly what you're going to get from uh, San Francisco and company, so that's weird. I don't, I don't know. I, I just remember Hunt at the first two, three weeks of the season didn't really seem to fit into the Kansas City offense. They had to figure out how to get him in rhythm with the rest of the offense. I kind of feel like the same thing might be happening with Ware, so I think I would rather – uh, avoid that today san francisco's been really good for quarterbacks um there's really not much there other than kittle maybe pettis so i i, I think uh, I'll, I'll go wilson today uh we got this question ty hilton or robert woods this week i would play both if i could um but if that's the choice ty is active and playing i'm gonna go with ty hilton because he is number one two and three target for andrew luck and he is when he's healthy, he just catches passes left and right. Uh, Woods has been very good and consistent, but he has to contend with a bunch of other receivers on a weekly basis. So that could mean a a less explosive game than T.Y. Hilton. I know he's been very consistent, though, Woods has. So I'm going to say Hilton, but it, it's pretty close to me. Uh, Probably Hilton. You know, um, we mentioned Eric Ebron earlier being a big target for Andrew Luck. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is the number one target for Andrew Luck. So, um, like you said, Woods has to compete with a couple different guys trying to get the ball, uh, and that includes their star running back. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go T.Y. I'm going to go with T.Y. as well. I mean, Woods has more to compete with as far as ma- as far as Malice, and you definitely have a bad defense matchup that you're going against. Uh, we already talked about Will Fuller. Um, the the cornerbacks there, the pass rush there. It's just if there's a team that might be able to slow this Rams defense down, I think it might just be Chicago. So um, I think we'll avoid that today and, and um, yeah, go from there. Non-PPR, pick two. Joe Mixon, Jeff Wilson Jr., my name is Jeff, and Cortland Sutton. Non-PPR, I always lean running back, so I'm going to go both Mixon and Wilson in this one. Uh, Cortland Sutton, who's now going to be the number one target for Denver after Sanders' injury, the extra receptions won't help you very much. It's going to rely on a touchdown for him. I think I would always go running back in non-PPR, so I'd pick Mixon and Wilson. Uh, Mixon, Wilson. Uh, I, I can see why you would be scared to start a guy like Joe Mixon, especially in non-PPR. Um, since that hot start to the season, he hasn't been spectacular. Um, the game play could transition into um, catch-up, which – transitions to into more of a Giovanni Bernard. Um, I'm going to say still go with the running backs. It, it is the safer play. Um, I can see the appeal to Sutton, but I think Mixon and uh, Wilson are the guys. Uh, one point PPR in my flex, Eric Ebron or Jalen Richard. You got to go Ebron for the touchdown potential on this one. I know he's been really really the last four weeks like two touchdowns no catches two touchdowns like three catches no touchdown so it's really risky but if that trend continues then he's up for another two touchdown game and i just don't like taking anyone on the raiders so i'm gonna go ahead and say ebron um ebron Uh, i don't know ebron's had 15 receptions in the last two games i think i'm just gonna stick with that and uh, one more before break dallas or new orleans on defense uh, Dallas is playing the Eagles. New Orleans is playing the Bucks. I'm going to go Dallas. Their defense is so good. And the Bucks' offense, although inconsistent and turnover prone, also can put up a lot of points. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Cowboys. The Cowboys are Saints? Is that what it was? Yes. Um, it's weird because as much as everybody's pumping the Saints to go to the Super Bowl and they're the best, like their defense is uh, back and forth at times. So. 
Dallas's defense has actually played really well, uh, and especially against the Saints last week. So I'm going to go Dallas as well. This is a weird one because Dallas is a safe play. They don't create a lot of turnovers, so they're they're kind of they have a low ceiling in that respect. But they don't give up a lot of points. They don't give up a lot of yards. So they're a team that's not probably going to give you negative points, and they probably should score for you. Um, on the fl- and, and Philly's a, a pretty good matchup. Let's let's face it. On the flip side, um, the Saints don't have a great defense. I think they have a better opportunity of creating turnovers for you. But uh, Jameis has actually been pretty good. He's only had one turnover in the last three games. Um, they're not slinging it around the way they were in the beginning of the season since they made some adjustments to their game plan. They're a bit more competitive. So I, with that said, I think I'm just going to go with Dallas over um, the Saints. All right, let's break, and we'll wrap it up next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, what the hell? Hold on. Tiebreaker went to me, I guess? No, I just played this because I thought it would be good background music while we were uh, doing our fantasy thing. It has uh, enough of a... Uh, like yours it is, is only yeah, three and a half minutes long. Your bet is like two Sorry. minutes long. Yeah. All right. Let's go rapid fire. Man, boo. Also, I won. <laughs> Let's go rapid fire here oh, for man. the rest of the uh, for the questions. Josh Allen or Kirk Cousins at quarterback? I don't care. You guys cheat. I can't believe this is even a... <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Kirk Cousins. Come on. Josh Allen. No, Kirk what? Cousins. I, I mean, I get it, but I... Well, Cousins hasn't I mean, been awesome. Let's not act like Kirk Cousins has been great since he's been in Minnesota. Well, jo- and Josh Allen's gotten over 25 the last two weeks. Yeah, so are they at Minnesota or are they at they're Seattle? They're at Seattle. Yeah, quarterbacks go to die there. So we're going we're gonna to trust that Josh Allen is going to run on. for over 100 yards and score another touchdown on the ground again? Because that's how he got 25 points. Against Seattle, yes. No, well... I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins is the right play here. I, I if you're desperate, but Kirk no, man, it's got to be Kirk Cousins. I, I'm sorry, and if you, if I steer you wrong, I apologize. But Josh Allen's doing it on the ground, and I just don't see that continuing. But I, I could very well be wrong. Apologize. Uh, PPR, Theo Riddick or Marlon Mack? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Mack playing today? Yeah, he is playing. I think, but um, he's still in the league. What? He is. He had eight carries yes last week. What? Uh, Mac said Friday is the healthiest he's been all season. Now I'm gonna go Mac on this one. I know Riddick is a good PPR guy, but I'm gonna go Mac. Uh, Mac. Man, this is hard one just because like, I mean, uh, I'll go Mac as well. Yeah, I mean he should be somewhat involved in the passing game. Uh, Tyler Boyd, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Tyler Boyd. Boyd's uh, been good. PPR. It doesn't say. Tyler Boyd. I'll, I'll go Chris. I mean, not sorry. Uh, DJ Moore. He's been good, too, for the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, or James White. Don't know if it's PPR. Um, that's a really hard one. It's tough to sit David Johnson because of how good he could be. James White's been great in the passing game, but also got like five points a couple weeks ago. Um, and Dalvin Cook actually looking better last week, getting kind of back into the swing of things. We're going against Seattle. I'm going to pick David Johnson. I'm going against Detroit. I'm going to pick James White. I'll, I'll go David Johnson, I guess. This also does not say PPR. Mark Ingram or Tark Cohen? I'm going to go Cohen. 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 
Uh, saw this one. All right, pick two. Marlon Matt, Chris Carson, Josh Adams, Spencer Ware. I'm going to go with Carson and Adams. Carson and Adams. I'll go Carson Adams as well. Russell Wilson or Cam Newton? Uh, Hustle. I'm going to go Cam against Cleveland. Russell Wilson's at home? Yeah. Against and the Vikings. It, uh, I'll go... Um, I'll go Cam as well, as much as I hate Cam, but uh, they don't have games there in the secondary. Half point PPR, Sanu or Gabriel? Um, uh, uh, I don't like this option. I'm going to go Gabriel. I was about to blurt that out. I want to see that Gabriel too. Sanu just hasn't done enough. Yeah, no, I, and, and you're going to see that I think he's going to have the best matchup in the in the secondary. So Flex, PPR, Lamar Miller or George Kittle? Um, hmm. I'm going to go Lamar Miller on this one. I think he's just got a better floor. But if you want, I'm going to do the Jesse thing. If you want a little bit more of a a boost, potentially, I'm going to go George Kittle because he could give you like 20 points. But I'm going to go Lamar Miller. Uh, Lamar Miller. I Honestly, this offense is kind of running through the ground game. Miller is uh, involved in the passing game. I'm going to go Miller. Uh, Wow, words. Uh, Austin Hooper or Cameron Brayton, the PPR league. Hooper... Caught a touchdown last week. He's super inconsistent. Cameron Brait caught a touchdown two weeks ago. He's even more inconsistent. I'm going to go Austin Cooper. Hoop. Hoop. Uh, hoop. Goff or Wentz? Uh, Goff. 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 Non-PPR, Jeff Wilson or Jalen Samuels? I'm going to go Samuels. He's the Steelers guy. Yeah, uh, Wilson. I'll, I'll go Samuels. Full PPR, Humphreys or Michelle at the flex? I'm going to go Michelle. Michelle. Uh, Michelle. No, Humphreys. And then... Huh, Michelle. Michelle. Okay. Michelle. Sorry. <laughs> Fitz or Boyd? Boyd. 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 Got him in! Woo! We gotta go, though. All right, coming up next week, we should be back to our normal time, 9 to 11. And uh, that's gonna be my last show for a little bit, because I'm gonna be out on the 23rd, and then we'll be back for the show before the Ducks Bowl game on the 30th. So that's what's coming up at 9 to 11 next week. That's where you can hear us. Thanks so much for texting. Thanks so much for listening. NFL all Sunday long here coming up after us. This has been Football Sunday on the fan. Mike wins. Omaha! 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 This one's for Pat!